Shop on eBay this holiday season to get more for your dough on stand mixers. Mm. Or get more for your buck on this season's hottest tech and gaming gear. And on eBay, you can even get more <gasps> bling for less cha-ching on jewelry. You can get more because you save more on premium brands with eBay's exclusive deals. Get more when you get it on eBay. Hello, this is Discover, and we take customer service very seriously. We know that if you have a question or concern about your credit card, that's a serious matter, and you need to talk to a real person about it. So we offer around-the-clock access to seriously talented representatives in the USA. Again, it's a serious endeavor. The only funny thing about it is Bob. If you call us and Bob answers, you're in for a treat. Get 100% U.S.-based customer service and talk to a real person day or night. Discover exceptionally common sense. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the West Coast Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Frias Guzman. In today's episode, as you can tell by the title, it will be a Lakers-dedicated episode. Uh, just a little bit more. It will be more about the offense and the defense and just kind of overall what we could be expecting from both sides of the ball. And just as well to kind of answer a few questions maybe that I've seen out there, people, people just kind of worried about certain things, certain aspects of the game. And just to kind of overall talk about the, what the roster would kind of look like and uh, some of the weapons that the team can can utilize on both sides of the ball as well. And so just before I get into that here, guys, I do just want to mention that you can find me on social media. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram using the same handle. It'll be West Coast Pod 702. Again, that's West Coast Pod 702. And then you can also hit me up on an email for any of you who are not on social media. That'll be at West Coast Sports Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks again, guys. Uh, so from here, we will be talking about uh, very quickly or very briefly the, um, you know, the rumored or maybe who knows by the time that you guys are listening to this. Um, I'm actually recording at this time uh, being well Wednesday morning. Uh, we would be seeing, hopefully, maybe they can announce it here shortly or maybe later on today, depending, again, when you're listening to this, that DeAndre Jordan will officially become a Laker as it's already been kind of thrown out there that he will become a Laker, but it just hasn't been made official. And once it is made official, I guess, you know, we can, I don't know, I mean, who knows? I mean, I don't really have to wait or anything like that. But from the sounds of it, it seems like we're going to be having three centers, uh, all depending on what happens with Marcus Gasol. Now, I don't know about you guys, <laughs> but I am a little bit concerned as to what's going to happen. You know, we're going to be if we're going to be playing three centers, who's going to be the odd man out? I really can't see, um, you know, Marcus Gasol wanting to play but not wanting to start especially after all the stuff that happened last year or at least for him to have some sort of a of a guarantee you know in in what's going to happen this year you know at least to have a game plan for him you know for the for the for the year at least to see but who knows we'll have to go in and wait and see exactly what's going to happen because if you guys remember my last podcast i kind of talked about where deandre jordan could be more as like a backup for for dwight howard and maybe i was wrong maybe i was a little too quick on the trigger when it came down to that. I really do think that he could actually be utilized as a as a starter, as a guy who gets quite a bit quite a bit of minutes, because he does provide that that rim protection, you know, that uh type of energy that we need. And I've actually had the chance to look, and he is capable of 
you know, protecting the perimeter as well. You know, he's able to keep up with a lot of um, smaller players, quicker players. And similar to Dwight, he's athletic enough to, you know, recover if they happen to beat him. And he's they're quick enough to, to you know, really be able to disturb somebody's shot if they really need to as well. So it's um, actually really intriguing to see what's going to happen with him when it comes down to all that. And since um, we're talking about protecting the rim and, uh, you know, overall with defense, We'll talk about what this what this team is going to be capable of or what we can see defensively and see how important it's actually going to be for this team. You know, because a lot of people, they, they notice right off the back, and, and it's one of the things that I notice as well, is that we have a lot of offensive, um, you know, weapons. And we have a lot of chance. We have a chance to really be the type of team that's going to be able to outscore people very easily. But if you ask me, guys... This team is very capable to be a, a very, very good, good defensive team. If you guys recall some of my uh, of previous uh, previous podcasts, I mentioned that this team is definitely capable of being a top ten, maybe even top five uh, offensive team, definitely. But it has the capability of possibly being a top ten defensive, like you know, maybe low tens, but who knows? Maybe maybe this team could actually surprise some a few people. Just because there is a few pieces that remind me of similar of, of players that we've had before, and I don't really think our defensive strategy is gonna change or defensive game plan is gonna change too much from what we've seen with Frank Vogel, and ultimately that's gonna be my first point here is that we still have our main key pieces when it came when it comes down to what Frank Vogel wants to do, you know, on on defense and. Even from his Indiana days, it's it really hasn't changed. It's ap- apply a lot of ball, ball, excuse me, apply a lot of ball pressure with our with our uh, guards. And now that our guards are a little bit bigger and a little bit quicker, more athletic, I think we have more of a ca- uh, possibility of being able to do something like that. You know, it's a uh, and even with just having more athleticism overall, I think we're going to be able to do that more often. And that athleticism goes into kind of my second point where we're going to be athletic enough where this team is going to be, you know, jumping, you know, they're going to take a lot of risk on defense. They're going to jump uh, passing lanes. They're going to go for a steal, go for that block. We have multiple guys who were able to do that with Russ, with Dwight, uh, with Dwight, with DeAndre Jordan. LeBron even likes to do that. AD likes to do that. You know, we have th- we have those type of guys who like to, you know, show off a little bit, you know, who like to, get the get the steal to make a to make to get into and to get into transition and get an easy bucket you know get a get a dunk and i think that's gonna be kind of that transition i mean you know happens to be that that's what the offense is called transition offense and the only best way to have transition offense is to have a good defense you know good defensive strategy the other point here on the defensive side that i want to make though guys is this team has the capability of being able to switch really easily because we have a lot of guys who have that similar type of build who are bigger or who are able to guard multiple positions very easily i might add and you know it's it's definitely noticeable when it comes down to especially some of the some of the guards that we have the only ones that i'm a little bit you know worried about in that sense would be Kendrick Nunn and uh, Malik Monk. They're a little bit more undersized. Uh, you know, they're like, uh, I believe, 6'2", 6'3", 6'4", I believe, right around there. 
and they're a little bit of a they're, they're not a big build or anything like that but hear me out on this one here guys with malik monk doesn't he remind you a little bit more of like a shannon brown i feel like he is very athletic and he relies on the athleticism to make sure that he's not going to get beat easily or anything like that by by his by his opponent and kendrick nunn doesn't he remind you a lot of kcp and if you guys haven't looked up uh, any kind of videos or any kind of information on these guys, definitely go check out YouTube. That's where I've done a lot of my research on some of their highlights, some of their some actually even some videos of them trying to defend as well and, and, and things that they're capable of on that side. And I've been able to talk to some fans who actually take a deeper dive on those guys. And it seems like overall, you know, these guys can actually surprise us a little bit as to what they're capable of on the defensive side. Not only just on the offensive side, but definitely on the defensive side. I think they're going to surprise us. And speaking of the offensive side here, guys, I want to get right into it. I mean, on offense, I don't think it's going to be, you know, that that difficult, you know, in order to in order to come up with how, how good this team can be offensively. You know, we have so many different options when it comes down to the pick and roll game to when it comes down to the this team is just able to hoop, I bet, just in general. You know, they're able to go out there, just play basketball and figure it out on their own. Now, of course, there's going to be some certain things that, you know, the coaching staff and now that we have David Fisdale, I really do think that he's going to provide a certain aspect to this offense. But overall, I mean, you have so many gifted offensive minded guys on this team that. When it comes down to LeBron, when it comes down to Anthony Davis, he provides a certain level of IQ. You have Rondo, who provides a certain level of IQ when it comes down to his offensive uh, mindset. You have Russ. You have Carmelo. I mean, you can literally just have a, a whole part, a whole section of of a quarter where you, literally Carmelo is just going to get buckets. You know, you have parts of the game where you can have pick and roll with Russ and and Dwight Howard, or Russ in AD, LeBron in AD, LeBron and Dwight, you know, LeBron and uh, DeAndre, you know, you have so many different options, and then you have um, some amazing shooters, you have, you can literally get a whole section of the game as well, just for Wayne Ellington to get the best looks that he can possibly get when, when it comes down to the team, you know, so I really do think that overall, when it comes down to this uh, offense, we have the capability of being able to you know, outscore teams, you know, but I really do think that we're going to be able to surprise people very easily on the uh, defensive side of this, of the team, of the, of the ball. And when it comes down to it here, I mean, you ultimately just have to kind of see what the, uh, see, see, I mean, you kind of have to wait to see to believe it. Kind of is what I'm what I'm trying to get at. There's a lot of what ifs when it comes down to this team, and I'm a very, very, very big firm believer in you have to see it to believe it because, especially on the defense side. But I, I mean, I don't, I don't even know. I mean, yeah, I, I guess what I'm trying to do here is to give you guys a little bit more confidence because there's been a lot of talk of what is this team going to look like, what is this team identity going to be, but. Isn't that up to really the the coaching staff, the 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 mindset of all the players, the the main players when it comes down to it? And I really do think in order to become successful this year, to be to be successful this year, this team really has to take that defensive mindset to to a certain level. You know, you know, I I, I mentioned it, I mentioned it already that. 
this team is going to have the capability of being able to outscore teams very easily. But they have to play a certain level of defense. Otherwise, I don't want it to be where we're going to be beating teams 140-something, 128, or 130-something, you know? Because at that point, it's going to be very difficult in order to go in order to go up against some of these other really, really good offensive teams. You know, because there's some there's some of them that just come to you at waves. You know, the Brooklyn Nets are, are definitely one of the ones that come to mind. There's others out there, but in order to go to the fullest extreme, them and maybe the the Golden State Warriors would be the other one, you know, if uh, depending on how everything happens with Clay. But again, it's a bunch of what ifs and everything when it comes down to this. But I definitely want to give you guys a little bit more confidence when it comes down to the defense, to the defensive side of the of this team. I mean, offensively, you can see we have weapons upon weapons when it comes down to it. But um, I think I'm thinking we're gonna get surprised on the, on the defensive side. But let me know what you guys think. Let me know if you guys actually agree with me when it comes down to some of this stuff, or whether if you guys just think I'm smoking a little too much or something. No, I'm just kidding. But but honestly, uh, get at, get at me here, guys. Hit me up on my DMs. Hit me up. Uh, let me know if. If you're liking the podcast or anything here, guys. But again, I do appreciate everybody who's been listening. Hope this gets your weekend started in a, or gets gets this week gets your weekend, you know, going in the right direction, and uh, you know, gets your hump day going in the right way or something. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> but anyway, see you guys. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Hope you guys continue to have a good day. Take care. Peace. More than one in three people will face cancer in their lifetime. Unfortunately, fear can stop you from getting your cancer screening, but it won't stop cancer. Early detection can save your life. Don't wait for symptoms to appear to act. Cancer screening is safe, effective, and accessible for everyone, including free or low-cost screening programs. Go to cancerscreeninfo.com right now for free screening resources and recommendations from the American Cancer Society. Don't wait. Early detection can save your life. Go to cancerscreeninfo.com today. Cancerscreeninfo.com. Hello, Discover here to explain our cash back match. Here's how it works. We give you cash back for using your Discover card on the things you were going to buy anyway. Then we match that cash back in your first year. And that's why we call it cash back match. Now to recap and say cash back one more time. We match all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. More than one in three people will face cancer in their lifetime. Unfortunately, fear can stop you from getting your cancer screening, but it won't stop cancer. Early detection can save your life. Don't wait for symptoms to appear to act. Cancer screening is safe, effective, and accessible for everyone, including free or low-cost screening programs. Go to cancerscreeninfo.com right now for free screening resources and recommendations from the American Cancer Society. Don't wait. Early detection can save your life. Go to cancerscreeninfo.com today. Cancerscreeninfo.com. Hello, Discover here to explain our cash back match. Here's how it works. We give you cash back for using your Discover card on the things you were going to buy anyway. Then we match that cash back in your first year. And that's why we call it cash back match. Now to recap and say cash back one more time. We match all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply.